You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Rooted in Christ. Um, I taught on it the first few months, first couple of months of the year, dealing in that area of being rooted. And here we are at the year's end. And um, just want to exhort you on today in this area and, and just want you to reflect over the past year your progress as a believer. And was I firmly planted? Am I deeply rooted or were my roots, roots uprooted? <laughs> So write this down, called to serve, called to serve. And I want to share just some nuggets, and I'm going to use the word serve as an acronym. But let's talk about called to serve. Um, commitment evaluation, write that down. This is just, this just a nugget. This, let's, you know, this is just a, a commitment evaluation. So let's, just, let's just do a little, can, can we do an evaluation just, just real quickly? Uh, let me uh, go to uh, Psalms 139, 23, 24, NLT. What, what, what does my commitment look like? What does my commitment? Ask yourself that. Write this down. What does my commitment look like? You know, we've just come off a series. There's a re reason why some don't prosper. <laughs> so what does my commitment look like? And, and I've been saying this for years. Uh, there is this, there's this ubiquitous or this omnipresent, if you will, nonchalant attitude. Listen, existing in the body of Christ, uh, they're almost like the church of Ephesus. They're neither cold nor hot. We just, just this, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm there, good. If I'm not good, if I live right, good. If I don't, good. God is better than that. Amen. And, and the last thing we need in the body is a bunch of lukewarm Christians. I mean, either, you know, it's one thing, I'm going to be on fire or not at all. Either, you know, since I'm serving Jesus, I might as well attempt to walk upright. I mean, since I'm naming the name of Jesus, it's one thing to be a stone cold heathen, but if I'm naming the name, there should be something about me that resembles, that mimics the character, the life of Jesus. So I want to talk about commitment because, it, it, you know, the, the, the scripture is true. And, and thank God for his grace and thank him uh, for everything that Jesus done. And I know there's nothing we can do uh, walk wise, wise to make us perfect in his sight. And it, we're righteous based upon uh, the perfection of Jesus and what he did. Uh, but there is still a responsibility among the believer to live a certain way. And. We are citizens, or the scripture says that our citizenship is of the kingdom of heaven, right? This is Philippians 3.20. Our citizenship is of the kingdom of heaven, kingdom, God's rule, his reign, his authority. Seek ye first God's rule, his kingdom, his way of doing things, and his righteousness and all of these things the things that we're working for the things that we're believing for he said if 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 if, if i'm if, if i'm priority number one i will give you these things the things that some are working triple overtime two jobs three jobs if i'm a priority 
I will give you these things. See, the Bible's true. And the reason why some never see it fully manifest is because we walk contrary to what he says. And if everything just came because of his love, all of your bills would be paid. If everything came because of his grace and thank God for his grace, but then you, you would have no lack in your life because of his grace. But yet still we are under his grace and there are those who are still lacking. So he has to be first. And I want you to make a decision today, not in 2018, but you have to set your mind right today that I'm going to recommit myself to the Lord and I'm going to do this thing right because there's some things God wants to get into my hands because he told me or he he said that he would bless me to be a blessing. What does your commitment look like? May I say this? As Christians, we're disciples of Jesus, right? How many people have you? even in social media land, share the gospel with this year. How many people have you just personally led to Christ outside of the four walls of the... I mean, who knows about Jesus? I mean, I know the latest is. I know who's tweeting. I know who's doing this. How many people have come to know Jesus because you are passionate about the God that you serve? And the devil keeps people so busy and so anxious that, that, that they're so worried and topsy-turvy that, that there's no time because it, 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 pastor I need, pastor if it wasn't for the pastor I need, yeah, but, but what about the man next to you, you worried about a bill and the man next to you, to you was on his way to hell but you worried about you you worried about what he's not doing or she's not doing or what they're doing are you sticking to your son and we make stuff about us. But it's at the end of the day, it, what you wear, how you look, all of that is not when it comes to am I in my purpose that God has called me to do? Am I fulfilling what he has called me to do? So it doesn't matter how nice my hair looks, what my clothes look like. Am I telling somebody about the God that made it all possible? What about that? What is the game? What is it? Uh, 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 profit a man to gain the whole world loses. <laughs> Matter of fact, what would you give in exchange? The scripture says for your soul. We got it twisted, man. What does your commitment look like? There's this nonchalant, you know, whatever attitude. No, in every area, worship is shabby. Giving is sh- sh- this is in the body of Christ. Giving is shabby. We don't want you to say anything about what I'm doing, preacher. You just get up there and say something to make me feel good and sit down. God is better than that, man. And it's done got to now. And the scripture is true. He said the, the, the days are coming where people will no longer have a stomach to hear sound. Doc- they don't want to hear the truth anymore. They want to hear something to tickle their fancy. So now when truth is spoken, people get indignant, get mad, get offended, want to leave. But when the doctor told you, if you don't fix this, you'll be dead in three months. Doctor, what must I do? But when the preacher give me truth, how dare he? It's crazy. Who loves Jesus? 
And we got to stop making stuff about us and Lord and just fall in love with him all over again. Lord, I need to reconnect. If it's a man, move him out of the way. If it's a woman, move her out of the way. If it's a job, quit that job, get you a new job. And whatever it is, if it's, gonna, if it's standing in my way of me drawing closer to God, I need to get rid of it. And let me tell you something. Anything that pulls you away from God, that is not a blessing. That is a curse. Because if God sent it, it should add. To, let's go together. It's just that serious. I don't want the house if, if it's going to cause me to stop honoring God. I don't want the car if it's going to keep me away from the king. I don't want the man. I don't want the woman. I, if it's going to take me away from God, honey, you can keep it to yourself. This play, play attitude. God is, it's people dying, going to hell. And let me tell you something. When somebody's hurting and searching, they go with the first train smoking. If you're a Buddhist, oh, it sounds logical. Let's ride. If you're whatever, and they're riding with the first person knocking on their door, that has a little bit of truth. But, but we want to lay in our fine homes and sit up and talk about other people. What does your commitment look like? How has your worship looked like this year? It ain't about attendance. We are the body. What if your eyeballs don't show up tomorrow? It ain't about looking. It ain't about being connected. See, that's how foolish it sounds. We are the body of Christ. Are y'all here? See, we need to start doing some evaluations. Okay? If it's pulling me away, check it. When Pastor and I was doing our courtship, she used to call me on Sunday, and I told don't you don't have to call me every week. I, 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 I understand worship. Did you go to church today? Don't ask me. And I'm saying that to say, if that man won't follow you to worship, you need to reconsider. If she won't follow you to worship, you need to reconsider. If, 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 if that job is taking you away, you need to reconsider. Because, let me say something. If he won't follow you now, don't you dare think he'll follow you when you say, I do. If, if she's not committed now, she won't be any more committed after you say, I do. Who was that for? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Just ride with it. But he's looking for people who are committed. Ride or die. Lord, I'm down for you. What, what, whatever, Lord. You can count on me. If I hang out all night, I'm going to still get up and come thank you. Because on my way home, I was high as a kite. But it was your grace that... And the things we do in the world, then dare not have the same attitude about God. get up happily and go to a job that you complain about seven days a week. And I can't come honor God. We're talking about call to serve, man. I, boy, what does your commitment look like? How many people have you shared, shared the gospel with this year? Just, just take a moment. Have I led anybody to Christ? Just think about it. You are, you are a disciple. You are disciples of Jesus. 
Have I, stu- have, have I even sat down to learn the books? We got people now called, but they don't know the books of the Bible, but you want to go start a ministry. Sit yourself down and, and, and learn how to grow, mature, and let somebody help yank that slack out of you. Ain't back being committed to a man. If you're committed to God, I don't have to worry about you doing anything relative to being committed to me. It's about being committed to him. And if my commitment to him is right, I will fall in line with this word. And I will follow you as you follow Christ. Ain't man going to tell me what to do. Don't pay your bills then. Every time you pay your bills, you pay because a man or woman have told you what to do. Don't pay your car payment because every time you pay it, a man or woman told you, you better pay. Don't pay your taxes. You know why you pay them? Because a man said you better pay them. We'll lock you up. We're talking about following God's order. And let me say something. Here's the thing. The outside world is foolishness to them. So someone who's not saved is not going to understand why you are so committed to this Jesus that you serve and his order. This is good. I'm exhorting because we're called to serve, man. <laughs> and now they're doing me like they do the, the teacher and people at work. Uh, and I understand things. What's this calling in? Call in. Oh, uh, just, just, it's about, it, some of us, it's, we're not talking about somebody who's really being challenged. You just, you just being trifling. Because yeah. you're not doing it to me. <laughs> I'm not keeping roll. You don't have to stand before me in that great day. Just, you make excuses about you know, my dog, you know, my dog had a little fever. And, you know, I had to take the dog to New York City to get tested and. But here's what get me. Come Monday morning, you were back in town. The things we do, it'd be back for work. But God, he grace, he understands. What does your commitment look like, man? I've been doing this, man. The word is true. And there's something about people who they just, they just really believe that they are exempt. I can do this. Oh, yeah. He don't have to love the Lord. He, he's a good man. <laughs> now I'm going to marry him anyway. I know she's an atheist, but she's a beautiful woman, and she's a, she has a pleasant spirit, and she's my wife. See, come on, dude. So do that commitment evaluation. What's my commitment? Have I been rooted, or have I been uprooted? There's something else we got to stop doing. Stop following uncommitted folk. Let let, let, let me tell you something. Let let me tell you something. First of all, I look at your commitment. And if you're not committed, why would would the blind, see, when the blind lead the blind, they both fall into the, and and, and I've said this and, and I say it with, uh, 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 with love and, and, and boldness. Listen, if Pastor and I, if we haven't sanctioned anybody, being that I, we pulled them down here and said, hey, we set this one. Get some wisdom before you just ride with any train. <laughs> You're trying to block. I'm trying to help you. 
save you from falling into a ditch. That's the part of the job of, of, of a shepherd to guard the flock. See how some of you look at me now like, see, I don't, 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 be, don't be indignant with me, man. Well, who is he? God's shepherd. That's who I am. Who gives him that authority? God. How does he speak like that? God. Who's the one you following that's going astray? Who's speaking to them? Question that. Is he mad? No, I'm speaking to a worldwide audience. And, and let me say something. I don't. I don't. I, I never have to use this. I tell people, y'all know me. I don't bite my tongue. I would. First of all, I would never use the pulpit to try to throw off, throw shade, as they say. Anything I want to say, I'm gonna look at you in your face and tell you, man. I, you know what? The, I'm not. I'm not one of them individuals who who just who just you know a punk. A, uh, what I mean by that, a, a deceiver, you know, I want to say it, but I really don't say it. So I tell you what I should have said. To see, to see, that, see, that's a deceiver. Don't, don't be deceptive. Let's read this. Ready? Search. Come on. Hold on. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Come on. Test my anxious thoughts. Listen, the, the, those anxious thoughts. They're just, they're not only worries, but those desires that are not in line with your word. <laughs> Keep going. Point out anything. So you, you know how he's going to point it out? He may speak to you or he may speak through somebody to you. Like this exhortation is pointing out. Do you know what? Check my commitment. I need to check my commitment level. Indignant about honoring God, but happy about getting out, participating in Black Friday. Are you here? The truth will make you rub you some kind of. But it sets you free if you receive it. <laughs> Who said it feels good to know the truth? When you got that diagnosis, did you make you feel good? No, but you're glad you got it. Now I know what to do. What's he doing? I'm, a lot of times when you get quiet, people who not paying attention. Wake up then. <laughs> Point out, point out anything in me that or, or, or grieves you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I submit to you, if he's not first, that grieves him. How do you, you think he feels when everything comes before him? Some of you in relationships, okay, you can do it. What, what, what if, you know, he, he makes, you know, everything else is first, but you can feel some kind of way. Why? Because you're not going to feel like you're. Hmm? Point out anything that offends you, offends you, and lead me along what? The path. Just 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 take a moment. You know, that's the one if that offends God. Hmm. Hmm. And the only thing about when you get comfortable doing something, you just strengthen those convictions and you just get to you you justify it every way you can. But at the end of the day, right is right, wrong is wrong. Okay, y'all. Let me show you something. What are we talking about? Called to serve. First Corinthians chapter number 12. And let me get verses 4 through 7, God's word. Now, earlier I said there's this ubiquitous attitude or existing everywhere, this nonchalant attitude among believers, not just in Georgia. It's going on everywhere. This lukewarm attitude relative to 
honoring God. <laughs> but but the moment they need something, I mean, I mean, I don't get it, man. I mean, <laughs> and not that it's about that, but I mean, he, he, I mean, he, he can't get you to. You don't even want to pray unless you, you know. I mean, but boy, you ought to see your prayer list. I mean, uh, some feel, you know, if I just, as long as I go to worship, it ain't about that. It's it's about community. You can, we can worship God every day, but, but, but when we come together collectively and when we talk on the church, we showed, uh, we walked through this. The universal church, the local church, then the body. We are the church. So there, there, there's not only universal worship, worshiping everywhere. There's local worship in the local assembly. Then we are the church. We are to go out and minister the gospel of Jesus. Hmm. But there's this attitude. Uh, and it's running rampant in the body of Christ, much like it was in Paul's day when he was writing to the church at Corinth. And one of the things, one of the reasons why I say he, why he is writing this particular epistle, he's addressing problems. He's addressing addressing situations. What are we talking about? Serving. He's addressing commitment, a lack of commitment. Uh-huh. And he also was writing to offer solutions and to teach believers. How to live for Jesus in a corrupt society. So that's what, that's what we're doing. We're trying to teach you how to live uh, for Christ in a corrupt society. Because at the most, we may see you a couple times a week. So, but the world has you the bulk of the time. So, uh, <laughs> come here, Brother Wilson, please, Minister Williams, please. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm going to represent the church, and he's going to represent the world. Grab his hand like this, sir. Do like me. Okay. So Sunday, I, I got to deal with this and the rest of the week. So you were in this tug of war. So then, then so, 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 in other, so when you understand that, you, you have to see why pastor is giving me what he's giving me, what she's giving me, what she's giving me. Because after I leave on Sunday, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stand against all this foolery. You, you look at all the distractions. I mean, you mean people can surf the web all day, stay on social media, but, but, but can't study a scripture for 15 minutes, but on social media for hours. Can't even defend the God that they serve. Can't intelligently articulate the Godhead. Running from Jehovah Witnesses. Scared of Muslims. Everything. Because, because, but, 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 and it's not because they don't always have the information. Just too lazy to study. But you want to, so there's this tug and war, man. So, so you can see why a lot of people, their psyche is, but and let me tell you something. The, the, you will go in the direction. Again, we, li- we live in a dichotomy, two worlds at the same time, spirit and natural. So whichever world you spend the most time will have the greater influence. So if the world had, you spend the most time, guess, guess which way you're going to go in that direction. Because I have more, I'm I'm spending more time consuming myself with worldly affairs than I am with kingdom. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.